0: One, two, three. I didn't see Jens clap. Jens, did
1: you clap?
2: Uh, no, I did not clap. <laughs> uh, I thought you only want to clap. <laughs> no, no, no. It's for everyone because uh, we have okay, uh, we have
1: okay. uh, separate audio files. So this is for Seb, so
2: he can edit it later. Ah, so he knows okay. okay, okay. I did, I did not get. Okay, then I need to clap.
0: <laughs> One, two, three. <laughs> i kids, it's me Seb, welcome to another episode of Monster of the Week, we're at, I believe it's the 38th, no, yeah, maybe something like that, 38th episode now, and uh, it's a pre-modern one, so uh, let's get into it, this is Monster of the Week, the Monster of the Week, oh, to Today, Anton.
1: Today we are talking about uh, last weekend's Euro Championships. It's already been a week, right? It's already been a week. Yeah. And we have a nice guest here with us, a fellow co-organizer and a Darmstadt local
2: inhabitant, Mr. Jens Jäger is here. Good evening, sexy people. Hello, hello. Hello,
0: hello. Hello, hello. Uh, And you guys organized with some other people the whole tourney Uh, When did you start? Was it you Jens that? So that so the seed to actually get going with this
2: Yeah, uh, not exactly. I talked to Gordon and Martin Berlin since years that they should bring (laughs) the Euro championship to Darmstadt Mm-hmm. The world's premodern magic capital, as I say. And then uh, Gordon talked to Martin, Meteor Health, and Anton. And yeah, I could convince them.
1: Yeah, uh, very per- persuasive arguments there. The The true story, said, the true story, Seb, the true story mm-hmm. uh, is that back in Finland Nationals, like in May, me and Gordon was there, and we talked about Organizing the Swedish nationals. We had talked to Berlin about that earlier. Mm-hmm. And we said, yeah, let's do it on uh, October 8th. Um, and then, like, two weeks later, Gordon went to Germany I met Mitcha. And they started talking about ah, maybe let's do Eurochamps instead. And uh, yeah, we shattered. And yeah.
0: But here. the Finnish champ nationals, that was like earlier this year then.
1: Yeah, that was in yeah. May. Okay.
0: So it's kind of a. It's not that long ago that everything started
1: rolling. No, no, no it's not. But like, yeah, we had t- we had planned, we had talked about this, mm. but like loose talk. But yeah. I- in Finland, it was real talk, and then like it was Germany, and then it was real, real talk, and, and mm. uh, we figured like, let's go for Euro- European Championship over Swedish Nationals.
0: And the European Championship has been abroad one time only right before the, two times uh, two times so it was in uh, uh like during the fish liver oil cup two times or
2: what's uh, one one time in 2019 before covid hit it was in madrid
0: ah okay so one time madrid and the first time was at the fish liver oil cup yeah right uh, and now it moved to Darmstadt. i kind of like this that that it's Go like like, going around a bit. I know that MG wanted this for old school also with the wing con, uh, right?
1: Yeah. yeah. There, there's pros and cons, and Mm. there's an ongoing discussion whether we should keep it in uh, Darmstadt or Mm -hmm. uh, if, yeah, politics says we should move around. Yeah. And I mean, Martin Berlin is obviously the trademark holder of the European Championship, so he has the final saying in it. Mm. Uh, did we figure I out? had
0: a chat with him uh, at the, because I went and I played. Mm. <laughs> uh, spoiler mm. alert. Uh, but uh, I had a chat with him on the way back to the airport from uh, Darmstadt. And uh, like, uh, it's a nice token that you could move it around. The problem is that the, uh, like, communities, he needs to know that the community can handle it, I guess. And he needs to know the people there. Yeah, absolutely. So he, like, speculated at some... Because you could actually see some community showings at Downsite, right? Some, like, real solid uh, communities that actually showed up for it. Uh, And you need some, not only... They have. It has to be a good community. It has to have all the connections like mitya had in this case, uh, right, Jens? Like because mitcha started pulling the th- strings, if I'm correct, but this summer around. Uh,
2: yeah, that's uh, that was absolutely a blast to have Mitchell at, at board because he's a tournament organizer in Darmstadt since years.
3: Huh.
2: We have one to three uh, premodern tournaments in a month not that big, maybe 10 to 20 people, but yeah, BTS is an awesome organizer. Hmm.
0: Uh, yeah, and I think this is the... If if we count old school uh, pre-modern in old school, I don't know. Berlin usually wants to call pre-modern old school also because it's the old border frame
1: or something like that. I don't know. The and reasoning this behind This is it. supposed to be an old school podcast. cast, no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I'm,
0: I'm just... <laughs> making the question here like we usually when we talk about old school we talk about 93 94 yeah yeah yeah. sure Uh, so not the format but when you i think this is the biggest and smoothest uh, tournament i ever played actually Uh, because we had so many good judges and all the people like really involved in making it happen so a big uh, shout out to you guys that actually
2: i'm so glad to hear this
1: yeah thanks man yeah and yeah, I got to say, like, I mostly did streaming during the actual tournament day, but being able to focus on your task, because mm. we, we, I mean, we were right at the epicenter of the venue to see everything going on and we could help out if that was the case, but like, we didn't really need to because yeah. the team worked so flawlessly well and like, yeah, that was awesome because I, so I don't think I've ever been to this big tournament that, has, that had this good flow mm. to it either before
0: the The worst part about the whole experience what was the app, of course. Yeah. Because of course. we yeah. We, <laughs> we we played. Nowadays you can play any sort of it doesn't has to be sanctioned in any way to play, uh, with wizards. I don't know system and judge system and everything like that, right? Yeah. Uh, and you mentioned yeah. Mitcha being connecting the store to the tournament and actually have real judges there uh, so we had it as a vintage <laughs> tournament i think yeah. uh use the companion exactly. app exactly yeah so the you know. magic companion app was mm, yeah. such it only crashed for me but it wasn't a big problem since uh, we had a scorekeeper yeah. always easy at hand and we had the judges putting up the in like in the the old good days—you go and walk up to uh, to some sticky notes on the. Yeah, door. yeah. Before the hey.
2: tournament, the players were crying in agony mm-hmm. that they should use the new Wizards app. Mm-hmm. But uh, while the tournament was running, all all players were were happy. Yeah. And even those who had no Wi-Fi connection could ask a scorekeeper and we had to print our pairing, so it worked pretty good.
0: Yeah, and. Uh, Exactly, it worked because it also gave you uh, an update if the round has ended, Give gave you time, and it did all that good stuff, but the main problem was that it, well, it didn't work all the time, I guess.
1: (laughs) We should compare this probably to like NoobCon, where a round is supposed to be 60 minutes. Okay, Mm -hmm. we had 50 minutes now, but like a round at NoobCon is... What at average ninety minutes? No, because no, no one knows when the the round ends, and people (laughs) forget to report, and like yeah, it's a long day. It's a long day at New
0: It's been going better and better. Yeah, uh, it has for sure. (laughs) With with all this smoothness talk set aside, it's kind of a part of the experience that hanging out at an old school tournament and people not really caring, right? It's not like you're. Of course, you, you probably want the tournament to end at some point, and <laughs> yeah, that could be a problem, but this one also, no, when when did it stop? Was it like after one, two o'clock or something? No, I think we ended
1: our recording day. at like, I don't know, before midnight, yeah. between 11 and 12, somewhere. Yeah, right. It true. was close yeah. to midnight, I okay. had
2: to, to get the keys yeah. from Mitya because he had to prepare the Tournament early on on Sunday, and I think I left on half past twelve. About that, yeah, yeah. the last mm-hmm. person, so that that was fine. Yeah,
0: that was we another problem that the venue. We we drank up all the yeah. beers <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> at the venue, so there wasn't none left when the maybe in the when top, the top eight eight-ish, started, I think. Uh, yeah, somewhere yeah. around there. So yeah, but
2: we had we had runners uh, organizing some beers at least for the winners. So yeah.
0: Some yeah. people got them, but I, I went to the hotel room and watched from <laughs> no. the screen there instead. So I could <laughs> continue my I, I was actually kind of sober during the whole of the day. I started, I started <laughs> okay. drinking uh, Apfel wine, is it, I believe? Yeah, yeah. That, that, yeah. that was real nice uh, when I had my second loss. Uh, and that, yeah. that was, uh, I believe, against one of, one in the, one of the elves... Players in the top eight, not the mm. not the Pablo Suarez, uh, the Fernandez, uh, yep. Techno Survival uh, well and not Martin Lindström. I lost against uh, Carsten.
2: Carsten. Carsten Yeah, then it uh, must yeah. be Carsten Linden, a German guy. Yeah.
0: Mm. I, I had one, uh, I played The Rock, and <laughs> the only time, the only thing I drew was a plague spitter for all three games we played, and mm. that was <laughs> the second game. Uh, so, yeah. And that was because of you, Antony that I put it in even. So maybe I yeah. should thank you for one of the wins at least.
1: <laughs> I, I think you should uh, what I was happy about because let's face it, Seb, you went top sixteen in this tournament. That's pretty huge. But nice. you played you played the good mana base rock. I do like that. Yeah. I did annoy you to see your land suite. It was it was a good one.
0: Uh, I think it's your lands with yeah basically. yeah that's why yeah. it's a good one.
1: <laughs> I don't know <laughs> what,
0: I don't know the differences between I looked at your uh, deck that you played in the was it the spring fling no yeah okay yeah. Uh, you played a spring fling but that then you played with like birds of Paradise and stuff like that so still do still I do. I took out those as quickly as I could yeah. and uh, <laughs> I it's something between your list uh, Martin Berlin's old list and. Uh, uh, what uh, Hoip uh, yeah. is playing? I don't know. It's a mix of everything. So yeah, you
2: still fine. had the uh, City of Brass in your in your lands. Yeah, it's
0: I think you need to have yeah, it uh, exactly, es- especially because the like this card is so uh, crucial for the deck uh, to actually work, and you need usually to dress or couple therapy in the yeah. first few turns. So. Makes sense. Uh, yeah. Um, so we were talking about actually having the tournament, and it happened, and everything like that. Uh, should we talk anything else about the events we had? Uh, uh, was it one hundred and
1: twenty-four players? Twenty-four. Yeah, that was a bi- big one. I mean, we should probably just pause a little bit and, and backtrack this because <clears throat> the last Euro in Madrid was like 30, 35 players or something. Yeah, and yeah. then COVID came and when we started planning, it was like how much of a financial risk can we take? How many players are we expecting? Mm. And we were like, I hope we could get 80 and that might be a financial loss, but like ah, fuck it, let's, let's do it. And then, yeah, nine hours into revealing that we are now releasing tickets, we were sold out at 128. Tickets. So, like, we decided upon seven rounds Swiss just to have it like a smooth event because mm. eight rounds is a lot of magic and then followed by top eight. So, but it looks like we might have been able to actually squeeze in like eight rounds here mm. because, yeah, in the mm. end, we had a long wait list, but people started dropping off like late mid September, and then you can't really fill up the wait list slots really mm. because people have made other plans and stuff. So the turnout was amazing, but, but was it was very a hard to plan. But it wasn't a
0: cap in the end anyhow? The, way, uh, uh, the, yeah.
1: cap, the cap was 128, yeah. so we, okay. we, we could squeeze in four more people, but we couldn't <laughs> find any more. <laughs> so.:
0: okay. yeah. yeah. That was probably also a bit late to actually book traveling and stuff and all that maybe anyhow for people yeah. abroad. Yeah.
1: Yeah, right. So we, we really tried. We yeah. reached out to the whole waitlist. Uh, and uh, people... I mean, the, the problem is also like... The way to communicate is through social media, which not everyone uses. Or mm-hmm. we have the, the email. And it appears that as if our email were put into a lot of people's spam folders. So like, hopefully people read that. And uh, yeah, probably someone don't. So it's like a hard infrastructure to, to deal mm-hmm. with a lot of players since we don't have like one... Central hub of communication for this, yeah.
0: I think, like, first off, it's word of mouth, right? Uh, and yeah. going from there, it's usually Facebook. Uh, but I kind of like what I think MG and I know that Uth and Troll Cup just has yeah. a web page, yeah, for yeah. like the basic stuff, uh, and then everything is there. That's the problem with emails, that if, they, if things change or you um, don't really know what email you should look at and stuff like know, that. No, but,
1: but we, we had Gordon set up a whole uh, webpage page at Uwakwak, Yeah. Uh, for, for the event. so like, but, but still, when you need to come in direct contact with one player or one possible prospect on the waitlist, uh-huh. like, you, s- you need to mail them or right. like, contact them via like Messenger or WhatsApp yeah. or whatever. And like, mm. that wasn't always as easy as one would yeah. think because not everyone uses yeah, Facebook true in the, the B- Facebook. B-
0: I kind of, I kind of, <coughs> I kind of got on your nerves until we walked to the venue for the first time. You were like, "Didn't you read? You needed cash." I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> but well, yeah. we
0: sent you multiple emails, and I was like, "Well, maybe that's the problem." <laughs> yeah.
1: So yeah, yeah, some some read and some don't. Some <laughs> think one one mail is too much, and something five is too few so it's like yeah it's hard to
0: present i'm the kind of person that just (laughs) wants to find everything at the same place i guess yeah it was on the web page page. yeah (laughs) but the okay let's not get into this too much but the problem for me with the web page was that it first it it adapted a bit after a while uh, because of wait lists and what you talked about you didn't know how many players there were and it was more i just wanted the nice little square <laughs> with all the tournament info
1: yeah uh, now know, but uh, for reals like we we of course need to like do stuff better or improve <laughs> at least uh for next year but like this was the first trial for this kind of like large size event and uh, so we have learned a lot yeah and i, yeah, I don't think probably... it was
0: any problem for anyone right no one missed out on anything that i got no, them, not
1: really. I, th- I think that like the the main problem that wasn't communicated well, well enough that we need to like actually take real criticism towards is the price support. Like mm-hmm. um, we had just yeah. stated there will be prices and we all come, we all in the organizing group come from like the old school scene. So we know like the, we we do not want to like monetize prices. We, we mm-hmm. do some nice cool handouts and some, yeah, smaller scale prices, trophies, whatever, but the rest goes to charity and we yeah. were not transparent enough about that. So, some people expected more, and uh, yeah, that is, of course, 100% upon our wrong to not, like, be transparent enough about it, because mm. we actually figured people know how old-school scene works, and yeah, yeah, some people don't. Yeah. So uh, that is probably, like, the biggest takeaway uh, of criticism that we, like, really need to be more transparent about mm. uh, for the future, because there won't be, like, large 10K gp size money monetary prices in... And not
0: no. in this organized group, like, and not uh, in also There group. was some nice, like, uh, surprises, uh, price wise, that you announced. Was it after round three or something like that? Uh, because we had uh, Jeff there, we had Jeff Menges, and uh,
1: Jeff Lauberstein. Le- yeah. can uh, J- okay. Meyer Jr. Ken Meyer Jr we
0: had both of them there and they actually made some awesome stuff for the event and then during that time also uh, berlin announced uh, unbanning uh, like that that was a it was kind of a showy thing that was nice i think the community got together and clapped hands and was like actually excited for for a while there uh, and during that time you announced some prizes and stuff but yeah. like usually in stores and stuff like that, they put up a paper uh, after like yeah. everyone is registered and they can actually see like the top prices and stuff like that. Maybe yeah. Maybe that's something to do beforehand and then give out the extra stuff because I actually want some extra stuff. I don't think you mentioned that in your uh, mm. posts uh, because you, I think Jens, you... Uh, you showed how much money you gave to charity and where it went and everything on Facebook, right? Yeah, that that. Does,
2: that's that's uh, something we have to do next time beforehand, of of course. But uh, for for this one, uh, yeah, we we just needed to fix some stuff and uh, we were able to uh, to send uh, over 350 bucks to a charity and I'm I'm pretty happy with that. It goes to the Darmstädter mm. Tafel. It's a local supporter for homeless people to give them food and that's uh, pretty pretty cool that we could collect 355 euros for them.
0: Yeah. yeah, And uh, like when you talk about old school, that's like more 93, 94 and we haven't had that many big tournaments. We have local tournaments of in Modern and I think a lot of stores actually have had some small, like, tournaments and stuff like that. So, uh, I really agree with... Because, like, I'm not sitting down and playing Magic for eight hours for the possibility to win a bunch of money. That's not why I'm doing it in the other I do it, like, for different reasons. But some people, like, want to actually have something for the top eight. And that's, of course, you can take that away with you also, of course. Uh, and... People will have different thoughts about it, I guess.
1: Uh, yeah, for sure. And I mean, as I said, this is 100% like bad communication from us. We expected mm. uh, people to know the the scene and obviously we can't expect that. So yeah, it will be much more clearer communicated next year. And like, frankly, we, we even talked about like, why not just have a trophy card, like like a giant shark in, in uh, Noobcon or WinCon, like mm. that's it, that's what mm. we all come for. And. We will throw a, like, three-day event more than, like, just one-day big tournament Eurochamps. Uh So we had, like, Friday set up, and we had some stuff on Sunday as well. Yeah. Uh, so that was the whole thing, like, trying to get the community together and mm-hmm. uh, hand out beers and hand out, like, um, signature checks to the artists or so the people co- who did cool stuff. Like, we had one player who, who played a pirate themed mm-hmm. deck and then uh, was on coverage at the stream and there was some in the commentary mentioned like his medley mate should have an altar and we were like yeah we have uh, we have deposit money for handouts to cool plays cool people whatever anyone who looks sad they should they should uh, get a treat to the artist and like yeah of course you should go alter your medley mate yeah. as a pirate and he did and he even was came awesome. in a pirate yeah.
2: cosplay so he had a, a Hmm. Uh, dagger with him yeah, and rum to give to to his opponents after the game and the parrot. It was just amazing. And he had gold the blue. Yeah, also. yeah, to yeah. to bribe the opponents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I got
0: I got some. I, I played when the top eight was going about. I played a. I think it was a pre modern cube, but with newer cards, old border cube, something it like that. Was an old border cube, yeah. yeah. Fra- Frank Ruffalo's cube, yeah. Yeah, and we got a bunch of uh, doubloons while we sat there to hang out. <laughs> uh, so we like briefly brushed over that uh, Berlin actually uh, made an unbanning also. Mm. Uh, should we get more into that?
2: Absolutely. It, it was the perfect conspiracy because we, we have the. Yeah. Original artist from Show and Tell, Jeff Laubenstein, at this place. We have the creator of premodern, Martin Berlin, and we have a cool special made planet from Jeff, the, the Show and Tell artwork for the winner. So why not combine everything and just say Show and Tell is unbanned at this day. So that was the prize for the whole community.
0: Very, very, very nice, and I think that got that was what got the loudest share during the announcement. Uh, I could see I uh, I usually hang out, and I actually lived with Berlin during the stay, and I saw it was a bit nervous <laughs> because when when you the first announcement you talked about tournament and at large and stuff like that, and uh, some of us, uh, including Gordon, <laughs> had a rough night the day before, so. Berlin went up to him and told Bill like, "I'm going to talk about these, this, these three things, so yeah. you guys can talk about whatever." And Gordon just went up and said these three yeah. things, yeah, yeah, <laughs> not the <arm> unbanding, <laughs> but everything else. <laughs> so Berlin stood there like, "So," and he just went through it again, anyhow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, But so he was a bit nervous, but it was, I think that was the most heartwarming uh, thing that I that like the whole. Uh, all of the players and everyone there uh, got yeah. to do together, like the unban, the <laughs> show and tell, that actually didn't get unbanned until Monday, because until you mentioned there was a tournament at Sunday, yeah. so yeah. He, he didn't want to spoil uh, that one also.
1: Uh, no, but it was so nice, like we really wanted Berlin because he has had some so much to do in his life last year, so like having him on and actually being a player uh, that was like when we organized this, like, okay, Berlin, we need you to do some stuff, but like you won't get insight into like the details of the what players, whatever, uh, because you're, you're going to play. And he was like, yeah, I'm going to play. So he played Lance, like yeah. his, that's his deck. Uh, and he, he was like just sitting there along with all other 123 players. And then he just stood up after Gordon had announced about the playmat. And he was like, yeah, regarding this playmat, uh, we need to look closer to it than, than it like revealed. Yeah. This, yeah. this is the play, Right, this is shown. Uh, and so I yeah.
0: didn't know anything about it, so it was uh, a... Yeah. yeah, we I had to keep the secret.
2: Them. Yeah, No, no wives, it no hard, one hard. had... Really. We, we made yeah. it.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh, and <laughs> regarding him playing, I think he won one match. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, three, I think
1: he won three, three, four, four. Three, no. four.
0: Okay, yeah. three, four. Okay, okay. Because he lost the first few matches. He, and actually oh. he scooped at some point also. He didn't really, really... He, he wasn't there to win everything. But I think two... Like a month ago or something, we sat the whole night at a bar just trying mm. out decks. Uh, that's when I stopped playing with Birds of Paradise something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> something. <laughs> and that's <laughs> why well. you have Festering uh, Goblin in your
2: list.
0: Yeah, I... No. I, I didn't have it originally, but I just wanted okay. to have one because it's, it's Berlin's yeah. signature tribute card. to Berlin, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: It didn't do yeah. anything, I think, during the whole... I didn't... Nah, no, I, I don't think it made an impact in any way during the whole, all yeah. of the rounds. Now um, when you
1: play uh, walls and whatever, you yeah, you can handle elves. Like, you have Plague Spitter, you have Engine Plague, you have Deeds, you have walls, so yeah.
0: Well, I couldn't handle that so. <laughs> but
1: I mean, I mean goblins. Uh, goblins, yeah. No, goblins, I, I did yeah. say elves, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, okay, yeah, Because no, it's the lackey, the versus lackey card. Exactly. But,
0: it's yeah. it's rather good against Sly, also, but uh, yeah. you have you have all the baylots and walls as you mentioned there, anyhow. So, yeah. Uh, I I met two Sly decks. Uh, I met Anti, uh, mm. and I met Svante, <laughs> and I won about I, like nice. against Swante, the second game, he, I had three Baylots out. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> he, he was just like, yeah, well, I just yeah. scooped up. Yeah, that's, <laughs> like, that's that's the time when you yeah, for sure. And I had a recurring nightmare, uh, like loop oh. going against Anti, but I was always like one point of damage behind because so I, he could have drawn a uh, some type, but yeah, anywho. Yeah. Uh, Lance, it's I don't think anyone else played Lance. Uh, and no. It's a cool deck. We talked about it a bit, and I mentioned uh, him actually maybe putting in, uh, like Vice or something in the sideboard because the problem for the deck is just actually ending, and he's playing upheaval, so maybe having some more threats like that. And I, I, I n- you mentioned maybe having it in the sideboard for some oath deck or something like that, Anton. So. I took that suggestion to him and he thought about it. Okay, nice. we, yeah. we sat and waited for the airport home, so maybe yeah. maybe that's an update for that deck.
1: Yeah, there are some people who has worked on lands for sure. Like mm. uh, N- Niels Håkendelfen and Flint Espill, my they have done some tweaks with like Future Sight and yeah. Burning Wish and the other cool stuff. So yeah, there, there's tweaks for sure.
0: Mm. <clears throat> uh, but what actually entails the unbanning then Jens what what, what what will happen What what's good what's bad why can't we unban
2: the, uh, yeah the, the, the safe thing in, in show and tell unbanning is that they are not uh, giant monsters like in legacy putting a uh, Greasel brand or omni or something like that into play on, on turn two you have oh. you have uh, fetties but they are not great and we have uh, swords to plowshares in our format. Hmm. So there will be hopefully some spicy Bruce. Dream halls comes to my mind, Recycle comes to my mind, uh, main deck or sideboard card for Reanimator, of course. But there's not a game winning card like in Legacy, for example. Mm. No. Uh,
0: I I'm actually having a chat with Berlin uh, so he can delve into his thought process and there's a blog post on the premodernmagic.com where you can hear his reasonings why he thought it was safe to unban. I think the main point why it was banned was Jagmars Bargain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, And now that being banned, that set aside, like that made some space for this card. Hello, Berlin.
4: Hello, Seb. Uh,
0: I've just had a bit of a chat with Jens and Anton, uh, and we, we've been briefly uh, just talking about how you announced the unbanning of uh, show and tell at the tournament at the pre modern European championship. What's up with that? Why now? How long have you waited for this?
4: <laughs> so we did a pretty cool reveal, if you ask me. Uh, See, so we had Jeff Laubenstein there, uh, who made the art for show and tell. Uh, I'm not sure if you mentioned it uh, when you talked with Anton, but we did uh, uh, have that as a first prize in the tournament, uh, yeah. custom drawn playmat by Jeff. And uh, yeah. so when we did a price reveal for the top eight, uh, I announced also uh, the unbanning of show and tell. So that was pretty mm. exciting, I think.
0: Yeah. But how long have you been thinking about it? Was it since the Jagmots bargain ban or was it because it's clearly on the list maybe because of it? so.
4: Yeah, I mean, it was a little bit overdue, uh mm-hmm. to be honest. Uh as, as you said, it uh was on the ban list uh by that logics uh of bargain being there and also uh because uh, a little bit as a general safeguard because yeah, I mean, it's an enabler for other potentially like broken things or just, uh, I mean, non interactive yeah. play patterns essentially. So, um, uh, as I explained a bit in the um, blog post, uh, motivating it, uh, yeah, now that like the format is more mature and we know a little bit more what, I mean, uh, how you could expect show-and-tell to be used, then it's like a bit easier also to assess like those other other things like putting an acroma into play i mean it's very yeah uh, it's, I mean, it's, it's not known. a turn
0: three win usually anyhow or turn two or whatever
4: no exactly uh it's i mean pretty much we know i mean how to deal with those threats that you you could put in the play and like unlike i mean a format like uh, legacy or vintage for instance then where you have like access to uh, all of the carpool, and then you have of course much more
0: powerful uh, stuff yeah but but also i I feel like the format has been from that like developing into taking care of the m- what might be the worst or like the things that could be mo- mostly problematic like enchantments artifacts or whatever you you mentioned dream halls in uh in your blog post right like an enabler uh, for combo decks and people are addressing artifacts and enchantments uh, with anyhow right so uh, yeah i
4: think there's uh, a bit of a trend there that like having like main deck uh, like naturalized and disenchant is a bit more common so yeah i think you're Right, and 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 if and it's, it's always possible to to have more of that or more of that in the board. People are playing it already in the board, and yeah, I mean there are all sorts of good options um,
0: mm-hmm.
4: in that department.
0: And what are you looking forward to with the um, unbanning? Uh, is it pumping up some tier 1.5 one point five two? decks or is it or you do you think there will be a bunch of completely new decks
4: Uh, i mean uh, i think there may be some new decks in the future because uh, there are some really good brewers and even though the carpool is limited it's still quite huge and there are Like obscure cards Mm -hmm. uh, that people tend to dig out, and uh, I'm still surprised. Many years into the format, actually. Uh, Mm. So I think I I think we can see, I mean, innovative things happening with it. Um, So yeah, I mean, just I mean, just as we saw with, like, with Tinker uh, after. After many years like this uh, interaction with uh, Devourer, uh, and like it, it actually like Devour Fling and Devour Alter of Dementia like that was kind of enabled also by having Tinker of course making that deck mm. a deck. But I mean it wasn't obvious. I mean, when, like I, when from, I when I consider from unbanning it. it. <laughs> no, I mean, Tinker was never Tinker was never on the ban list, but okay. Yeah. But uh, I mean, when I considered whether it should be there or not, uh, I I I didn't have Freaks in devour in mind, for example. So yeah, it's hard to think about everything.
0: Um, and yeah, clearly, yeah. Um and like we talked briefly also about uh, your statements regarding like going forward with the ban list Um, like now we're collecting that like data in a way right Uh, and now we don't have a pandemic so we don't only have online tournaments Uh, is that correct like let's just see where everything happens uh, in the time that follows what's the other question <laughs> well i'm i'm asking if, if i'm because we talked about it uh, a bit and if i'm right about that like uh, we're not doing any stress bands in the near future we're actually introducing you, you're introducing a new like card uh, so <laughs> it's not it's not there's not going to be bans in a while right
3: uh
4: no i mean like the pace general pace of things I mean doesn't really call for bans it's not like I uh, you know I mean it's not like uh, MTG Arena or I mean or when there was like Pro Tours and stuff I mean when things were happen happening like very, very fast and like the meta game was solved on Magic Online and, and you know mm, yeah. you, you, you well, had could, to ban the team. weekend I mean,
0: before and then there, yeah. there's the uh... Yeah, it's, not, yeah.
4: Yeah, it's not like pre-modern it's not played I mean competitively in that sense so I mean in general mm. there will not be I don't think there will ever be like a big rush uh, to ban or unban things uh, of mm. course different players may be in different sync here uh, I acknowledge that because some people play, play more competitive than others and they I mean, there are some that have expressed, like, some frustration on...
0: uh, Yeah, like like that. that, Stuff like that, yeah.
4: Yeah. Whereas others, like, who play it uh, more casually or or just not as often, maybe. I mean, then... For them, it's not like... Maybe they will, like, get frustrated at a slower rate, to the extent that there is a problem. Uh, hmm. but yeah, but, but that argument also goes a bit two ways because, uh, I mean, since, since a lot of the player base is playing at maybe a bit of a slower pace and not like always trying to pick the best deck, uh, then, then we don't really know, like you, you may have a deck that is very dominant, uh. Or, or, or maybe not dominant. Uh, you will have a deck that performs very well, I should say, not dominant. Yeah. Performs very well, but then, like, people don't really like since, since not everyone picks that deck to maximize their chances. Then, uh, not everyone will like pick uh, decks to beat that deck or tweak their decks to beat that mm. either there's no point if it's just like a small bit of the meta Percentage so, of it, yeah, yeah. So, so it's like to get the, like the true picture of the like some equilibrium the meta, and meta and, game is like yeah. uh, I, that would be like a hypothetical if you had just like Uh, spikes (laughs) playing it out basically but but Mm. we we don't really see that so it's also yeah it goes a little bit two ways Uh, but yeah Yeah, yeah. it's
0: many ways actually because now we can play it online and we can play like the largest tournaments (laughs) like IRL are starting popping up Uh, and I think if if we would have seen whatever deck we would have seen three of in a top eight for instance like now with elves people will be calling for banning that maybe sly or maybe whatever right there's always going to be talk about bans Uh, but um, like if you want to address a certain deck hope as long as you can do that right There, there there's no need for an instant ban And as long as not one deck is taking over the whole field, I guess, (laughs) and uh, have a good win percentage against everything. Uh, But the main thing you, if I'm, if I'm correct, is that like, you don't uh, also, you don't want anything broken, uh, especially with the (laughs) show and tell being unbanned, like some weird combo deck that's always winning turn three, four.
4: Yeah, I mean it's a combination of things, really. Uh, I mean, I think like the the major thing to consider. So if we take the example, Sean, tell the major thing to consider is, and that I consider is, will this enable one deck to become like mm. too strong uh, in the sense of too strong in the sense of having like a like raw win percentage that stands out. Uh, and and that like the that other decks cannot uh, adapt to, uh, mm-hmm. or that other de- decks perhaps could adapt to, but like in a way that skews them too much. Like you need to play, uh, you know, like ten cyber cards, like in the main deck or 10 yeah, exactly. uh, n- normally considered. Uh, like, if you need to play, like, Red Elemental Blast uh, or Pyroblast, like, in a main deck, like, to have a chance yeah, to that... beat that, that, that would be a sign uh, yeah. that something is off, right? Uh, so mm-hmm. that would be one example. But then it's not only that, it's also, like... Uh, it's also about, like... Like, how... Consistently could such a deck like win like without like without there being like a fair chance to interact with it. So even if mm. it like had maybe just like a moderate or good win percentage, uh, like then it could it, it still be problematic if if like it could pull like turn two wins like very consistently like without. Any good chance to interact with it then because that would also lead to, like, yeah, a lo- like, like a lot of non games. So, um, I mean, there, mm. are, there are combos that could, of course, pull like turn two or an, even turn one wins, but it, it's very rare, and like those decks in general are probably not going to be the best. Like, if you try to maximize the chance of so, like doing a turn. Two win, you're probably not going to be like a very good deck. So, so, yeah. so, and then people will probably not play it, and then you'll probably not face it to a large extent. So, mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, uh, that, but then, uh, yeah, but there, it's a bit, I mean, also goes back then to, I mean, like, how do we know if, like, a deck, uh, like, Skews other decks, trying to handle with it, uh, uh, trying mm. to handle it. Then that's a bit subjective, of course. Uh, it
0: depends on what you're playing and a bunch of other things, right? Yeah. The, like there. if if you're playing green with, uh, as you mentioned, uh, if you have artifact or enchantment removal with naturalize, hopefully that takes care of other decks also. But yeah. if you if you're specifically edging towards one deck like we had, uh, we actually have that also uh, some decks uh, in like the big tournament that you and i played but then you, you, ha- you also have to meet that specific deck so it's kind of weird i guess uh, but i think you said it a bit good uh, like looking forward uh you have that segment in your blog post like you were actually worried about devour combo, but there aren't that much devour combo decks now, right? Especially not taking over. Uh, and like the Eric Mark Eric Vogt's uh, oath parfait deck was like really consistent and really took care of elves. Uh, so you can might as well say that that deck is like the deck to beat now. Maybe people will be playing parfait in the future. Uh, so. Uh, there's there's like a meta that always are developing and reforming and reshaping I feel and as long as that is happening and it's not become stale and like we have like like in old school we have the deck I guess then it shouldn't be a big problem am I right about that?
4: I mean I think there should be uh I mean uh, a set of uh, like at least a handful of like tier one decks. Mm. I think uh, that are look, close when it in terms of win percentage. But then I mean and then hopefully some interesting like rock paper scissors dynamics. Then like I mean plus a whole lot of other different decks. Uh, I mean if it keeps moving, it's great of course uh yeah. yeah i mean 1993 94 old school i mean yeah that's not ideal at all like because that is literally solved with what exactly the, the deck standing out in terms mm-hmm. of raw win, win percent. then there is no like there's no dynamics to it i mean it's uh it's dominant like it's a dominant strategy because there's no uh there's no 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 single deck that has I mean that is better against it, the best deck against it is the deck, <laughs> but yeah, but, but but regarding going back to like the what what uh, uh, what you consider like w- w- when do you consider a deck skewing like uh, deck building uh, in order to handle it? I I notice like some people coming from more modern format they think it's like very weird to have like disenchant effects main deck. Mm. that that's like abnormal uh, but like <laughs> I mean like more old school magic or like I mean the yeah. actual old school mm-hmm. form but, but also like yeah. back in the days that was not unusual like at all like having exactly. to main deck I mean you have like swords, and you have disenchant I mean everyone thinks it's normal to play like anti-creature card like swords, of but yeah, I mean, the classical, like, control decks having, like, Swords, Disenchant, like, Wrath of God. So I think, like, what's it's also a little bit about expectations. Uh, mm. But then, there yeah. are, of course, something that, that you could argue is more weird, like, if you play some, yeah, the example I mentioned before, like, Pyroblast main deck, that would be a, little, a, a bit weird. Uh, mm. Yeah, so... Yeah, uh, that's but, more
0: like Legacy with Brainstorm. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> like they're being headstrong about not banning a car that are prevalent and probably like a s- staple or whatever for the format. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. but back again to the, finally to show and tell, uh, w- what type of decks have you tried out yet? Have you built any or have you just set brewing or no' where I mean, you at? I mean, I, like,
4: in, in, like, in terms of testing i i mainly tested like the dream holes myself because i just because i think that was uh like on paper like the strongest uh deck and uh, i found that it's quite fragile actually mm-hmm. uh, i mean not just because you can i mean you can hate it like out. with
0: seal of cleansing and yeah, of like
4: or even like a counter spell uh, mm-hmm. i mean short tell or not just like with dreamholes since it affects both players i mean it gives uh it gives the opponent like a chance to to interact by casting free instant spells but uh other decks i mean i think there are some you mentioned like tier 1.5 decks now i mean i was maybe yeah like reanimator which yeah. has been played to some success but it's uh, it's kind of it's kind of easy to hate out with like course like Torma script and so on, where, yeah. which have been popular. But it gives that deck, I think, a nice uh, like a buff uh, because yeah, you you can play show and tell, you can play main deck, or you can play it as a sideboard card just to hedge against that. It becomes a bit more like resilient. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah. then, of course, it also becomes a bit uh, interesting there what what kind of creatures you choose, uh, mm-hmm. and so on. Some yeah. so, so are better with tell and some are like, yeah, some maybe. Yeah, so, so like a is may good with Shontel, but it's not good if you play animated and so on. So yeah. Uh, and I think
0: you mentioned also like sneak attack. Maybe yeah. become better because you can actually show and tell in a sneak attack and that makes it so you don't like all the creatures are uh, because there aren't we don't have grizzled brand or some weird win instantly creatures uh, in uh, pre-modern. So uh, maybe enabling it more. Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, we, I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Also. Oh, yeah,
4: that, that's like a deck I'm looking forward to maybe most. Uh, I mean, a deck, one of the deck that I can see Uh, would benefit from uh, from Chontel. Obviously it is like a deck in Legacy or or, I mean Mm -hmm. I don't know I probably uh, I don't know if it's
0: competitive
4: or so perhaps at some Uh, point. It's always played
0: I guess Sneak and show.
4: But Sneak sneak Attack hasn't exactly been played in pre war a lot but uh, I think uh, people try it out. and uh, Mm -hmm. I mean obviously you could just put a fatty into play so it gets also more of a oops I win factor yeah actually in that deck like the like the choice of fatties will be like even more interesting because I mean which sneak attack would favor some like uh, special creatures like what is it called symbiotic worm like the one like like Creatures yeah, exactly. when they when they die or when they enter the battlefield or somehow then you will get some mm. benefit but whereas uh <clears throat> we won't tell you maybe just want a creature that sticks around without an upkeep cost or something like that so
0: yeah, and uh, you don't have to sit there with a like animate dead and a, a chroma in the <laughs> graveyard yeah so but probably not not that many acroma decks with the reanimation but maybe someone will find something nice you can always fling them also i guess and do whatever Uh, hopefully people will find stuff to do Uh, and yeah i think you i think it's a nice unban and uh, as you said it's It's been a long time coming. It's coming home. <laughs> uh all right but you had a nice time in the at the at Darmstadt and everything right? Indeed. Indeed I yeah. had. Yeah. And we we're looking forward to what whatever will happen next year. Uh I'm I'm guessing it won't move around always but it has been moving around a bit. Uh, the Euro uh the pre-modern Euro championship uh, yeah. so, so hey, you mean in terms
4: r- of like the how the field or the metagame is progressing or, well no I'm,
0: or I'm thinking about like how if it, if it will be in Darmstadt next year right? ah
4: ok Ah, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah I will have to think about that uh, mm-hmm. so far yeah it has been in Italy and in Spain and in Germany so we'll see, uh, depends on oh. yeah, many factors.
0: Uh, many factors many factors many um, factors well, I'm uh, glad we could have this little chat uh, the first time we were, were to talk, I fell asleep uh, <laughs> <laughs> when I was uh, like trying to get my kid to fall asleep, and this time around you I squ- you said that we might squeeze a couple of minutes in because you're actually leaving t- for Italy tomorrow, right? <laughs> yes,
4: I have some vacation.
0: <laughs> yeah. So if uh, Berlin seems uh, tired and uh, not up for it, it's uh, he, he has a lot of a lot on his mind at the moment. Yeah. but it's always nice chatting with you. Yeah, and. Uh, We'll keep in touch, have a nice time in Italy, and uh, bye-bye.
3: Bye-bye.
1: Actually, having a headache like trying to break uh, Recycle Cheerios. uh Okay. And uh, that seems on paper, like the, the core idea seems so good, but then you start putting your cards together, and it's like shit. The mana base is horrible. Like this is so inconsistent. Like, mm. do I need both Academy Rectors and Show and Tell? That means that Recycle actually gets worse once you have resolved Recycle because you will draw additional copies of Show and Tell and Academy Rectors. So it's like, it, it's a tough balance, but like the the few times where you goldfish and you just, you you do it, you storm to 30 with Hercules recall on your zero mana artifacts and you just brain freeze them to death. Uh, it's lovely. It's it's really <laughs> lovely, but but yeah, right now I'm in a state of headache and I was kind of fed up with magic like um, the first five days after Eurochamp weekend because it was a lot of magic. like magic <laughs> and uh, just hanging out and like, Getting some a breeder and go back to your family and try to like work again and like yeah it was good to have some days off from magic, but now I'm into the brewing phase of show and tell, Uh, Mm. and I have no idea if shears is ever gonna work if we even should play show and tell on it or not. But like where I I hope
2: it will work Mm. because we have the sixty four gauntlet starting soon. The stuff uh, Michael Ooh, nice. Arnold is organizing, and we have yeah. not eight players this year. We have eight players from the states and eight players from Europe, and guess who is playing uh, Show and Tell recycle? It's me, and yeah, let let's see how bad it will be. <laughs> yeah. I, I am in the version with Academy Rector mm-hmm. and Show and Tell, but uh, yeah,
1: Jens, we need to talk. We uh, need yeah, after this recording. Of course, I, I, it, I, like, I will send because, you. Yeah. Yeah, and a huge yeah, challenge yeah, to Mike. Exactly. Again. Yeah, exactly.
2: Like yeah, we, we talked to him uh, beforehand because I, I was aware that there will be an unbanning, of course. And he just said uh, whatever yeah. will be uh, banned or unbanned on the date of 15th of October that you can use. So we can use the, the real, actual ban list now. And that's, uh, that's a good case. It's a good show place for the mm. new cards, for the new decks. So, yeah. yeah, I think this will be pretty cool. Yeah.
0: Some weird. Oh March yeah! Oh pretty. yeah! <laughs> no. We will see slivers versus. <laughs> Everyone playing or show or and tell. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's
1: insane. Cool. 64 to is is good. Somewhere. I think yeah, <laughs> one of the
0: cards I'm like looking into that I saw like in Legacy, I think someone played overmaster uh, with show and tell. I don't think it might it's that good, but that's just like <laughs> a, a nice card that I haven't seen played. Uh, so Overmaster is one red and the next instant or sorcery spell you play this turn can't be countered by spells or abilities and you draw a card uh i don't know why i thought of that card but i thought i, I always wanted to try that card out in legacy i've been pre- playing some sneak and show there yeah, uh, yeah. and that's another card that i guess will yeah sneak and show will
1: obviously also come but yeah,
0: yeah the sneak attack that is uh yeah can actually be playable
1: but so. overmaster is like, yeah, it's worth it because you will you will win the game once you resolve show and tell in Legacy. Mm. Like mm. a yeah. or Emerald or ambitions yeah. will win you the game. It won't be the same here. No. So like the same thing is true with like sneak sneak attack and show and tell. Like the the creatures you wanna sneak attack into, mm. they don't stay because they have horrible mm. horrible upkeep yeah. costs or whatever. Mm. So you can't play the echo. You can't like uh, pay the upkeep cost of Nickel Bolas or whatever. So if you if you draw like the creature one for show and tell the and you have a sneak attack like it's a hassle this yeah. this card gives me a headache show and tell action I have but a, I think it's fine I think it's yeah. super fine I I don't think it will break Primoran at all no no no
0: I have a list of creatures I want to try out uh, and I'm probably going that route yeah. not the yeah. combo route that you guys want to go <laughs> but whatever I've I've been playing some reanimation in the past uh, trying to get solve that. Uh, That Mm -hmm. hasn't really happened, so reanimation is another place we could probably see tick up a bit at least uh, in in playability. Uh, Yeah, so that's nice. Uh, And um, yeah, anything else about
1: show and tell or... I think we could discuss like the ban list more actually, because it it was during the stream uh, during the Euroshamp day, Uh, Mm -hmm. Like once we announced to the stream, like show and tell is now on ban. Everyone's like, yay. And then we announced top eight, like four hours later. Mm. And uh, top eight had three elves in it. So then like the whole ban and restriction discussion was trumped, overwhelmed by people hating on elves. Mm. And I guess this is probably the first time in this year, basically at a larger scale tournament where elves actually like really, really did good in a top eight. Like it, it has a mass showing, so like it hasn't been too dominating uh, at all during two thousand twenty-two. Like not yeah, even at lobster. You're Kong. talking
0: online also. Yeah, yeah. Then. yeah or, we're talking online yeah. also.
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean it. It has. It's absolutely one of the formats best decks, no doubt about it. Mm-hmm, but like mm-hmm. people have mad adjusted to it, and it hasn't been too dominant. Yeah. And now we have one tournament where like three amazing fucking players bring elves. Uh, mm. I mean these guys are. Insanely good, strong players, uh, <laughs> and yeah, they top it And uh,
0: well, we have other very good players. Ulle also played yeah, yeah. Ulle. absolutely. And he absolutely. won. Uh, he has won one, I think, rather big tournament here in Sweden with it. Uh, but yes, yeah, 1 con, yeah, 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 for yeah. sure. Yeah. You, you, uh, yeah. you made it sound like all the good players no, that no, no, elves no, no. also top 8 but... No, 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 uh, no, 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 yeah. no,
1: We had Frank there as well. I mean, the, yeah. the, the, there were a lot of good Elves players, but there weren't too many Elves players and three mm. three advanced and all those, all those, they were like, it's not a chance they are going to top 8 with Elves because they no. are amazing. And, and like, I mean, it, it might as well have been Ole or Frank or whoever, whatever, yeah. but, but, but what, my point is like Elves hasn't been too dominating during 2022. And mm-hmm. like the whole discussion about the banner and restrictions since Martin posted that answer on Facebook, like the summer that he, the banner restriction list will probably be revised uh, during this fall. Like the speculation has been wild. Uh, there's even been like podcasts from Tom Helske about it and people kind of have agreed to like, yeah, it's fine. Let's keep it at this mm-hmm. until this top eight came. And now the screams are very high to ban something from else.
0: Yeah. I, I just want to mention that you, the players, like, for uh, one of the players, like Martin Lindström, Fluffy, he always top eights whatever mm-hmm. he's playing. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, for sure, for sure. some of that could be that also, yeah. that the players yeah. are that good. And, yeah. like, this type of tournament, We I think we had 10%, uh, like, Sly or something like that, and we had some numbers maybe of... I don't think any deck was really overrepresented. I don't, that goes for elves also.
1: Uh, I mean, yeah, we had Sly and Dreadnought, yeah. like they were the two okay. exactly. most the top most played. Yeah,
0: mm. uh, but then again, like you can meet uh, there. It, you you can't really rely on what you're meeting, I guess. Uh, yep. So it's a real hit and miss, and sometimes you can like really dodge one some of the worst matchups you have. I don't know what's the worst matchup for elves is that might be the problem, I guess. That's, it's so consistent and it's with survival of the fittest and it's the why would symbiote and yeah. everything that gets rolling real quickly with some of the pieces uh, only at your disposal. There are,
1: some, there are some real hate decks, like even in top eight, like David Fisher, he brought um, uh, Rift Slide, the red-white cycling deck uh, mm-hmm. that plays like four Lightning Rifts, four Spark Spray, four Swords to Plowshares, four Decree of... For of slice uh, and Dice. No, not Decree of... Yeah, uh, slice and Dice, thanks. Mm-hmm. So like, just main board hate is mm-hmm. huge. And it has packs even more hate in uh, in the sideboard. Mm-hmm. And Fluffy... <laughs> somehow managed to win that uh, top eight (laughs) match on elves. Like, shouldn't be possible, but he did it. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, like, yeah, of course, variants can happen. Mm -hmm. Like, we have the Pit Rack Spud deck that was basically evolved to beat elves with four main deck uh, Plague Spitter, and you have, like, Engineer Plagues in the sideboard, and, uh, yeah, you have so much hate. I lost against that first Mm -hmm. round. (laughs) Yeah, okay, yeah. (laughs) The
0: bottomless Pit Rack, something. Yeah, exactly, exactly.
1: So, So, I mean, there are decks that have evolved to mm-hmm. like beat elves, uh, but yeah, variants will happen. Uh, yeah, and uh, yeah,
0: like it's a very it's a very complicated game, so it you is. need to look at many like different aspects of it. Uh, what we can say, I guess, is that Martin wants more data, and I gets I guess that usually like people started screaming for banning of elves, like during the pandemic when most yeah. of mm-hmm. the tournaments was online, but. Yeah. I can really see his point uh, with having like some real life magic uh, being represented uh, also. yeah I mean sw-
1: Swiss data is of course the norm or should be the norm, and it takes a lot of chance away uh, when we're looking at like larger tournaments because mm-hmm. like the month is, albeit they are great, but there are there is a like a lot of chance component when you are paired in your pod and yeah. you don't do the Swiss play. Uh so it's it's I think it's also good to have like patience. But mm-hmm. but my uh, I'm gonna backtrack a little bit, but my main point about like having fun for three hours of revealing show and tell and then start <laughs> uh pissing on like elves yeah. again. Uh the thing is like this is a closed format. Like we need some there needs to be time to adjust. Like mm-hmm. now let's see if we can break show and tell. At mm-hmm. least that's my point of view. Like, yeah, you're let's right. see if, what what happens. Yeah. and if elves turns out to be too strong yeah of course martin will have a look into that like but mm. you don't need to like unban show and tell and ban elves at the same time like this is a closed format let time grow let people like explore shit. Mm. that that's my take at least yeah I, I have another
2: take um, i'm an elf lover most of the people knows this but at the moment i would not bring elves to a primordial tournament because you have your usual Bad matchups like goblins and Sly. Some people say oh, elves can easily win versus Sly, but if you have a good Sly pilot and a good Elves pilot, Sly should usually win. And now, in addition to the two bad red matchups, you have the the parfait of that Rich uh, they yeah. started, and Mark Eric Folk played uh, perfectly, winning both Saturday and Sunday. And it's, it's the new Apex Predator for us. You have Off of Druids, you mm. have Main Deck Engineered Plague. It's, it's just horrible to play against. You have yeah. the Shard Phoenix. You have Armageddon. Armageddon Shard Phoenix, like, Disenchant effects yeah. for your survival. It's, I don't think Elves can, can beat that. So that's, that's the, the third Apex Predator Not with a predator, consistent so player. Elves <laughs> are, uh, of course, yeah. strong, but they have a lot of bad matchups now. Yeah. Mm.
0: Yeah, not with a consistent player uh like Void uh,
2: Yeah, of like, course, of course. Yeah,
1: his, his run is uh his run is weak. Big, week big shout outs to <laughs> him,
2: but uh, yeah, yeah. The, the deck is uh, still pretty strong versus elf. So main deck, Plague and shard phoenix and of mm. is, is hard to beat. Mm.
1: Yeah. We should also plug uh, all things considered here, uh, like Mano did a podcast with um, with Mark Eric about their uh, winner interview tech about the new par- his parfait take so mm-hmm. you should listen out that
3: if yeah,
0: you want more one. info on parfait yeah. yeah people started like talking about how <laughs> the this also needed to be banned so yeah mm-hmm. there there will always be banning discussions and people love to delve deep deep into it and get
1: like yeah i'm, I'm pretty sure like if the the top sixteen had four slides in it, but mm-hmm. only one did go top eight. Yeah, and had it been the other way around, like elves were top sixteen, and then we had three slide decks. Uh, I think people who sh- would shout yeah. that fire blast is probably exactly. so. Like exactly, it is yeah. one tournament. It's one tournament. So yeah,
0: I think yeah. that that's the problem. Also, like a big part of banning discussions for people is the feeling they had. Uh, with a match I guess like sometimes you can play against (laughs) Sly and lose in like four rounds and you're like this isn't what magic should be or sometimes you can sit against and play against Dark Parfait (laughs) and just slowly 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 Uh, lose and that might not be fun I guess but that's land tax for you I guess so uh, there's a lot of parameters and I, I think that goes for the banning discussion Let's see what happens with show and tell then. That's probably a good place to begin. Yeah. Uh, so we we've delved a bit into the we talked a bit about the top eight now also, I guess. But uh what what did you think about the like the field overall? We, we you mentioned Jens that stifle not was it the blue-black? Was uh, Yeah,
2: most black. of them were the blue-black yeah. versions, but we had about four or five, the mono-blue version that uh, Sven mm. Lutz yeah. and uh, last uh, time Tom Metelski had some success yeah. with. And even some blue-red versions, what is uh, better against the creature ducks. Uh, Shout-outs to Christian Wiesner here. From uh, South America. Yeah. Uh he, he had some success in the last month, please. Um yeah, that they, they mm. were mixed and we did not see the blue-white or blue-green version.
1: Yeah, Kim 5 oh yeah, played that's banned, true. Banned we had one of uh, those vision. in yeah. the in the feature yeah.
2: match. Good yeah. good old Carl.
1: Yeah.
2: A lover of dreadnoughts since years, uh yeah. But uh, the other versions were, mm. were more in the field. Yeah, yeah, for sure.
0: Uh and we had some really cool decks in the top eight. We have one uh, like Mikael Lindén. He's also a very consistent, and <laughs> good player. Oh, yeah. Yeah, actually, mm. one of those who brought forward the Devour combo deck, right, Anton? Mm. Uh,
1: yeah, he 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 won the Swedish Nationals with Devour when yeah. when the Gothenburg crew like present that deck. So yeah, mm. um,
0: uh, and he played the blue black uh, Steffanak version. in yeah. uh, the top eight. and it's a solid deck i tried it during friday we had we had a small gathering also then like Mm -hmm. in the pub uh yeah it's not that fun to play i guess but it's it's very consistent it's cool with foil and daises and like you can stifle a lot of stuff that you don't always don't don't think about (laughs) at first so uh, it's a very good deck uh but was we had, we had two decks, I'd say, that were like people champs decks <laughs> in the top eight. Yep. Uh, and I guess the Terrageddon is one of those. Maybe that's not that fun, but... Yeah, this was a say.
1: novel take. I mean, this is, he calls it Terrageddon and he doesn't even yeah. play Terravore. So, yeah, <laughs> <And> there's that. <laughs> uh, this the is Johannes Kemp, Yeah. Head.
0: So... But, and he had a, a main uh, Engineer Plague. And <laughs> then yeah. regarding the elves matchup, but and also I guess, well, it's good against. What more is it good against? I guess the barrow the combo, uh, maybe, yeah. Yeah. goblins. Mm. It's yeah. not that yeah. often
2: that you have no yeah. targets for it. No.
0: So his version is some sort of like medley mages and were bears and yeah, it's a solid answers, I guess. Cataclysm is also uh, one of that's usually in Targon yeah.
1: I love I love Johannes Kemler is very 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 active on the on the Discord. Mm-hmm. He is e oil one two three. What's his nickname? One two three. Yeah, uh, but, but, and he starts to tech and brew and like build sideboard guys whatever like yeah. in July for the Eurochamps. <laughs> and then he just changed deck and he changed <laughs> deck. And I think this was like last submission. He, he he wanted tithes in it, but he didn't get a hold of them. So he like he just threw this pile together basically. That's my understanding. Yeah, but, but he's <laughs> and, quite
2: experienced uh, and, with uh, with terror decks yeah, yeah. So that that he played a yeah, lot yeah, before yeah, for, sure, for sure. And yeah he, he, he knows to do mm. this.
1: Yeah. But the point is like, he was so, he did everything right. And then he just skipped yeah. deck, skipped deck, skip deck, and then landed on this one. And yeah, fine. Good, good times and that he good. went he up. He even it. asked me the right, day right, before right. if I
2: have some uh, tights for him, but I had a lot of stuff to do and some stress and I had no time to, to search for them in, I don't know how many no. binders. Um, no, they yeah. were busy, busy days.
0: We have some weird also one-offs, maybe being able to be played with uh, Enlighted Tutor. Uh, we already mentioned the uh, Near Plague in main, but we also have one of Propaganda. I don't think I've seen that, but I, I don't look it's at... It's usually a side.
1: I don't know. Niel, I, I mean, Nils, Håkan who actually, we did a podcast yeah. about Five, five Call Target and I don't know if he
2: played but I, don't so. no, not not sure, so I don't think so. I'm not sure, but it is uh, so possible. Maybe there was one uh, main deck what's Propaganda the? in his
0: latest list yeah, yeah I'm not sure no. it's also very good against elves i guess <laughs> and yeah. a bunch of cards with you're playing the geddon yeah. deck i guess so and uh, what what's the card next to is it armageddon uh, next between the winter Orb and the cataclysm it's a weird art for it then
1: uh, i'm not having the deck pick okay okay no let's see where you put it okay yeah, I have the list up, not the deck pick. So okay. I have no idea of seven.
0: Uh, <laughs> it's a white card, whatever. It's in this uh, it has one in the sideboard also. Yeah, I think there's two white cards in the sideboard. Like Ray of Revelation, that's one of them. The other one yeah. is
1: The other one is Armageddon.
0: Armageddon. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it a weird I
1: think it's a uh, party
2: version party of it so. or something like yeah.
1: that.
0: Yeah, I don't do those versions, <laughs> man. I don't yeah, maybe port. Is it in something? <laughs> <laughs> okay, that makes sense anyhow. So yeah. uh cool uh, like really cool that he made top eight with it. And,
1: uh, and it plays two Gorilla Shamans. I think that was a breakout card for this tournament and this mm-hmm. top eight. Because Mark Eric Vogt also played also played one in his top um in his sideboard. Like a good card. Against parfait or land tax based mox diamond
2: uh, decks, yeah, not not so good versus split note as some players (laughs) thought, isn't it? Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Uh, So the other that I think was probably the people champ, uh, like was wasn't it? Okay, Eric was really nice because <laughs> the whole crew shouted and was happy that one of the Finns made top eight. But he played. You you can't you can't put him up as a people's champ if you're playing. No, no, he plays slice. so no, no, yeah,
1: exactly. uh, No, no.
0: But we have the red white rift slide deck. That's pretty, yeah. pretty cool, right? Yeah, yeah David that was Real.
2: pretty uh, Cinderella story because David. This was yeah. his uh, first big tournament. He was. Not that sure how to play and what to do and was a little bit shy and a very nice, very friendly guy and he just met yeah. Top 8 and it was great for him. He hit the, the, the day of his life, maybe.
3: Mm.
1: And the, yeah. we have this on a feature match, the win and in match and he's up against Alex yeah. Dex on Sly. <laughs> Uh, that's actually a very exciting game because it Mm. it was even and uh, I mean Aaron everyone knows Aaron so it was like very uh, yeah David very very (laughs) but
0: uh, yeah I hang out a bit with David uh, at the Friday pub gathering he's a really really solid guy and you mentioned Jens this is basically his first big tournament I guess with Premodern I think he, he dabbles a bit in old school overall anyhow but uh yeah it's, it's, I think it's really neat this deck. I I don't see it being I I I don't really see why it made did so well. But it's a good deck. What what you, why what happened, Jens? Why yeah it's why is uh, it so it's good? pretty good what versus
2: blue white go- control. There were a lot of mm-hmm. blue white controls. I think the, the third or most fourth most played deck. And four Slice and Dice oh, no. are amazing versus uh, Degree of Justice. You, you can't do anything because Blue-Whites yeah. usually do not play Stifle main deck anymore. And uh, they just mm. kill you win conditions and shoot you to death.
0: Yeah. Mm. And we have some life gain against Sly yeah. also. Yeah. Uh, and, and Main and Deck Rune uh, of
2: Protection Red. That's a pretty, pretty hard yeah. not to crack yeah so it it
1: handles goblins, it handles elves, it handles sly it handles lances so it handles like the the big contenders of like tier one decks
0: yeah and, and humility is always a good card also yeah, exactly. player, so uh, hmm? cool cool and uh, then we have the other decks that be do you, you want to mention anything about the elf decks at all anton
1: uh, I, I think we actually should because like one of my favorite Mm-hmm. going into this tournament is pablo like he's mm-hmm. he's a he's an insanely skillful elf player yeah um and he doesn't play the online league so he's not like that famous in the online mm. community which is like let's face it the biggest part of the modern community these days he, but he should he
0: should have gotten a pimp uh prize for yeah, his, uh, yeah 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 he, <laughs> p-
1: he plays a like fully foiled <laughs> signed uh elves deck and this is like he plays has played it for like to my understanding, like, yep. the last two, three years. Um He even played Biorhythm Elves before, like, survival tech was a thing. Right. And he keeps his Biorhythm yeah. in his survival elves, which is a great fucking card. Uh, he doesn't play Kamal. Like, he has these little tweaks yeah. that's, like, his list. And he won the Spanish Nationals last year, which back then was the biggest IRL tournament ever, like, 77 players or something. Mm. So he's, like... Yeah, he, he was on my shortlist of top contenders for winning Eurochamps. And, he yeah, he went... Second place with the Valencia crew have playing like blasting techno music in the in the background and uh, yeah just Ooh-ha! shouting and screaming and being <laughs> <Pittsburgh guy>. <laughs> <Ooh-ha>. <laughs> So that was uh, pretty cool. Uh and I guess uh, Fluffy and Karsten also played like s- slightly different versions. I think Karsten had like winter orbs main deck. Uh Fluffy didn't play. Master Core is made like there are these small meta tweaks yeah. basically. So we have three yeah. different elves decks, albeit like survival elves. Each and every one of like them, like the so.
0: core ingredients, are there still. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, but I think regarding against playing against the Parfait deck, like Biorhythm is one of the outs, I guess there. But the problem then again is the Geddon. I I think as well did fluffy play the uh, plof. Uh, fluffy play against Eric uh, Elmar. Yeah,
1: yeah, he lost versus Mark as well. Yeah. Okay, Mark, because yeah, I think was that, that was
0: one of the matches that I stood and was like, okay, I had enough, <laughs> I'm leaving, doing something else. Because yeah. he was like working up to playing. Did he also play Biorhythm? It was him no, or Pablo? No. It, it, no,
1: only Pablo plays Okay, Biorhythm. so yeah. it,
0: it was against Pablo then that I watched a bit, uh, maybe on stream, that he was working up to playing Biorhythm, but that got uh, gadoned. Mm. Uh, so, yeah.
1: Yeah, and that's weird because Gedon is usually like the one card you sideboard out immediately yeah, when exactly. you're up against Elves because uh, Elves doesn't care about lands. But with with Parfait, Gedon actually can close out the, close out the games. Yeah, when they have Shard Phoenix, you you're dudes to death. And yeah, line or whatever. So. And
0: I guess you you can always get get your land tax rolling again, yeah. right? So it's yeah, I, I can see you having having it in still. Yeah, Um, and that's basically the top eight then, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah,
0: I think have Um, we have we missed anything?
1: No, we mentioned each and everyone by name, I think even. Yeah, so that's cool.
0: Yeah Uh, And even though okay, the only thing we might have wanted was one less elf stack maybe, but like overall uh, I think like, you shouldn't get, like, too focused on what makes top 8 uh, when <laughs> when there's so many players and just looking at all the... There's a lot of different decks, right? You, we, you yeah, mentioned I think, I Sly think it, and in Blue-Black being uh, one of the most played decks, but there's, like, a lot of different other decks, right?
1: I think we had, like, basically 45, 46 different decks here. Uh... The hard part is when you do a meta overlook and you're like, okay, this is rogue, this is rogue. And I think there were two different kinds of Ponza decks. Like, do they go under their mm. own archetype or is it rogue? But it, mm. it's rogue. Uh, so there was a lot of cool decks here. And uh, yeah, I mean, the big offenders were Slide, Red Dreadnought, Blue White, uh, Landstill, The Rock Elves, Goblins and Stasis. Uh, so... Yeah, but,
0: but you, you're already mentioning like, Five, six, six. Yeah, decks then, yeah so.
1: right, right, exactly. Uh, yeah. And uh, like we have combo, we have Prison, we have mid range, we have control, uh, and we have aggro. So like, it yeah. a, nice. Uh, the whole deck was a is bit
2: strange that we had exactly zero dead uh, guy L decks. That's a that's a pretty cheap yeah. deck, uh, deck. that is very good versus combo, but it yeah it was mm-hmm. not there. No one played it. Uh,
1: yeah, and mm-hmm. only one on madness,
2: madness. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah, and no replenish. So there were like somewhere
2: yeah, kind of things going yeah. on here. But uh, so it's uh, yeah. it's pretty it's pretty funny. At Lobstercom, we had uh, 110 players, and no one played Blue White Standstill. And yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Here we had no that <laughs> guy. Yeah. yeah, and we but, and we, had, we had a bunch of stocks. yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I saw two sauces. Oh yeah, before. great job. Yeah. <laughs>
1: And we have Václav Lotka's. Uh, he made eleventh place, so he's at TC decks on the top sixteen. Mm-hmm. I don't have <laughs> friends. Is his deck name? <laughs> <laughs> well, and we should mention also all the
0: decks can be found on uh, wakwak.se uh, at the moment. Uh, yeah. You can't. You can't see the uh, player name, sadly. Uh, no. But but just make a shout out. Ask for it in the premodern. Yeah, Facebook group or whatever, or you can ask it in the Discord. Someone would know who's played what. Yeah.
1: yeah. But you, we,
0: you also brought a. Oh, do you want to mention anything more?
1: No, no, no. I, I was gonna say, and uh, if you don't know who Sebastian Blad is on TC decks, <laughs> he's actually a robot. Yes. Yeah. I am the robot. Yes.
0: I I I usually go with my. Regular quote unquote name that's subsilia <laughs> name, but I don't know, it was because of wizards. <laughs> it's wizards' fault, I had to use my yeah.
1: I when I put in the decks uh, and names in TC I wasn't sure, like, should I call you Subcilia or <laughs> But you had yet registered as the best and boss, I figured, like, yeah, you yeah, might want to be like, yeah. uh, it's because horrible. of the app. When I <laughs> yeah, okay, when, okay.
0: when I when I had to register the app and whatever. Yeah. Whatever. whatever it doesn't matter there's yeah. some weird points when I say my real last name at NoobCon in Swedish it sounds like three different things so I usually mm. just end up letting people call me whatever yeah. <laughs> uh, anyhow I wanted to also to there was a spice yeah. prize right so yeah. we, should, we should clearly talk about that yeah that's, Jans, that's a you,
2: pretty cool deck because that's a player happened? from our local playgroup Maximilian Bayer and he played a red green land destruction natural order smokestack deck. He called it Biomüll, what is German for biological garbage. And uh, yeah, I think he played, I have no clue, 1 6 or 2 5 maybe, but he even won some uh, local tournaments here and it's uh, it's pretty cool. You have. Mm-hmm
1: it's a fantastic yeah you have all the like, mana drugs deck, yeah.
2: to to make turn to stone rain or thermocast and then the the yeah. the smoke stack natural order into burden so that you have always more permanence than your opponent it's it's such a beauty
1: even mm. play deranged hermit like so he can curb play like smoke stack turn three and deranged hermit turn four like natural just get
2: yeah, uh, so, or, so or yeah,
0: Verdant force versus a I
2: sly or I another aqua uh, that's that's pretty good, yeah. I'm mm.
0: sure, yeah, it's just missing, uh, uh, yeah,
2: probably, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: No, uh, yeah, Verdon Force is also a nice target for what we talked about earlier, mm. uh, like fatties, I guess, uh, but oh. yeah, it's cool seeing. Uh, some 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 of the cards that that you want to actually also be able to see at the pickboard tournament <laughs> like thermocast I, ha- yeah. I haven't seen that in a while. No,
1: right. Like you can't be mad if you lose against this type of deck. Like mm-hmm. who who is mad if they lose to like fucking Vernon Force and Smokestacks here DG. Yeah, it's like it's, exactly. It's and
2: I have to ask to him how many lives <laughs> did his yeah. uh, thermocast that made him do this tournament. I hope the answer is more than zero. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But
0: I'm not mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. I, also I kind of I kind of like looking at these types of deck decks and then as we mentioned now we talked about the meta and maybe some other cyborg cards and clearly uh, Maximilian could adapt that in his version or you can just uh, do what you want with this as a base. That's what I'm hoping when I see like all these cool decks that you actually can find. Yeah, that's usually when I go when we have a chat here on the pod and we talk about some weird stuff like this and I was like no, some Yeah now. that's always dangerous
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is. yeah natural order is not a fantastic card. but once it works, mm.
0: It's a good yeah. it's a good cube card, I guess. Yeah. Otherwise. I don't I don't need four then, but okay. Uh, do you guys have any other cool uh, like decks or yeah stuff absolutely we had uh, the pirate deck tournament and
2: i i was able to do the commentary mm. for that round on the wakwak stream and it was such a blast it was uh, mm. blue white pirates versus sly and the pirate player had turned to the how's it called richard cut purse yeah the cheap one it's a one one for for three, no, yeah.
0: The opponent has uh, to
2: sacrifice a parliament if he cannot pay one colorless mana. And the Sly player started with uh, mountain jackal pup and the pirate player just turned to the, the cut purse, sacrificing Sly player's mountain, mm-hmm. and then was the one-one blocker for the Jackal Pup, and it was it was such a great phase in the Sly Player's face. Uh, yeah. yeah, this was oh my god. <laughs>
0: I think it was like these types of cards that spiked sometime when uh, Wizard Wizard announced a pirate set. Some
2: pros said they made the the pirate combo deck and all the players rushed for the the foil pirates and then they said it (laughs) was a joke. It it was basically
0: a joke in the end.
2: (laughs) I remember I bought some foils, (laughs) sadly, but not much of them. (laughs) Of course you did.
0: Uh, yeah, that's a real, and the deck pick is also spot on. It's a yeah, big yeah, yeah. skull yeah. Uh, with the doubloons and that's the rum. So cool. oh,
1: that's... A lovely,
2: that's lovely. A... And now uh, one, one medley yeah. mage is I... altered to a pirate. Yeah,
1: perfect. Jeff is, uh, God, he's good. Mm. I love it. I I did get a recurring nightmare altar with like squirrels on it. it was yeah, I saw fun. that. Yeah, super nice one.
0: Yeah, I should have thought of that because I well I bought some stuff from him to for the future tournaments here. Uh, mm. So for prices, that's also always nice to have some of those. And yep. I'm yeah, uh, sure. I'm reading uh, Harry Potter to my son. He's only six, but mm. so he had also a nice print of when uh, Har- he had made some art for I think a game nice. or something like that. Uh, okay. When Harry runs at the platform this. Uh, like run into the I don't know what it's called platform nine and a half or whatever, yeah nine three quarters Not nine three quarters hmm. yeah, yeah. um, yeah, I had a really nice uh, time i I felt like the time flew by uh I would have, yeah, I would have actually wanted to come earlier on Friday, that's the only thing I'm regretting uh I should have taken an earlier flight, I was a bit afraid still of the post. Uh, plague, yeah. uh, travel restrictions mm. and not only restrictments but like all the bonanza. I've heard that was some problem in Frankfurt uh, earlier also, yeah, like yeah. here in Sweden in Orlando, mm. So, But everything runs smoothly, I guess. Yeah, it did. At the
1: airport. I, I didn't <laughs> yeah, the, 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 the Friday meetup, I, I was I would just like give a huge shout out to everyone who like attended that one because that was that was so like spontaneous, yeah. nice evening I mean, it wasn't spontaneous. It was obviously planned for. But like how everyone approached it, like we we said we will use organic mm. pairings. Find you find your own opponent. We don't give a shit if you play premodern or old school. Basically, I even <laughs> played both formats. Like uh, yeah. the first the first match, the first round, people actually was <laughs> like sober enough to yeah. actually care about timed rounds. But then it, le- it just like went so smoothly, and people were happy. And like the Valencia crew was there, and like the Finns came, and like. We saw so many different communities collide with each other, which was a huge, like, love fest in the end. I was very, yeah. very happy with the turn- turnout of Friday, like, because it was a huge setting for what to come the next day, which were
2: more like a yeah, right. serious day. It was a gathering. I, we... played,
0: against, I played against Pablo and uh, <laughs> uh, Mark Wacht on Friday. <laughs> <laughs> I won against Pablo he came second oh, you did okay. yeah but I lost against Bob so. <laughs> okay. and I was so glad he mentioned he mentioned that he came from they, they had yeah. an FM or something yeah. so yeah. I, I don't even he, I was like what are you playing then because he was sitting down asking me what I was playing and I was like I playing The Rock what are you playing about? you played me yesterday <laughs> I was like yeah <laughs> but I can't remember what you played <laughs> 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 Uh, shit. Uh, whatever that, w- that was like really what you want for a start uh, yep. at a like community gathering you want to yep. just hang out no pressure just play some games if you like uh, yep. and i didn't even think i brought a deck but all i said here you should play my siphon okay, nice. deck then and yeah well all good all good yep. uh, so uh I guess that's all. Are we missing anything? Should we do any more shout outs before we.
1: We should. So, you, n- you mentioned FM there. Like Flippy Böhm, who's one of the regular Darmstadt guys organizing a shitload of things, like he should get praised for his like contribution to the weekend as well. He hosted FM at his. Yeah, I, I have uh, to add, uh, Flippy maybe. is
2: uh, one of the reasons that we had the, the European Championships in Darmstadt. Because Flippy started to uh, make uh, pre-modern tournaments in his store. He usually have a big old-school tournament at Castle Frankenstein. It's near Darmstadt and he just added a pre-modern tournament on, on the day before. And since then he makes tournaments mm. and doing stuff for us and that's, that's pretty cool. Without Flippy, we would not be here, probably.
0: And we should also thank all the
1: judges and yeah, uh, yeah, uh, and the scorekeeper. But like Celine Celine Burgers for real, how Mm -hmm. fucking amazing is that woman? Like she she was the head judge for anyone not knowing. Uh, She 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 has worked with us in other tournaments. She has done commentary on the Epic Show. She did the Pre Easter Championship. Like she got so many comments. I asked her like the day after on Sunday, like uh, what, how did you like? think about it, the whole thing she's like yeah a lot of people came up to me and said you are the first <laughs> nice judge I've ever met <laughs> like the nice <laughs> head judge like you weren't intimidating you were actually friendly and it yeah. felt like you were there to help us out and like getting that yeah as a judge I think that must be like the best uh, commentary you can get basically like that's how they that's what they're supposed to do. No. They're not supposed to scare the shit yeah. out of you and do like deck checks and like sit there and stare you uh, to make a misplay. Like, that's not the thing. So, uh, yeah, the whole judge crew were great, but uh, like having Celine as one of the pre modern like community members as a judge, Phil, to me as an organizer, very, yeah, very good. Let's call her a pre
2: modern nice. mm. judge of the world now. That That's yes, uh, <laughs> <deserved>. <laughs> absolutely.
3: <laughs>
1: and mitcha uh, for running a sunday event like thanks man yeah, and for making too. all this real like you helped so much in the background with everything fixing everything from venues right. to yeah. artists to like everything mm. what a fucking guy he's he's amazing so yeah uh,
0: yeah and of course berlin and everyone else that yeah we missed out on
1: <laughs> yeah berlin and gordon as well of course yeah gordon like, of yeah, course yeah yeah, yeah. yeah they're, they're well, yeah, it's obviously great. So. I don't need to give <laughs> No, him not him too much. much. We <laughs> don't need to do that. He, only, and he, he never listens okay. on this pod anyhow. All uh, so uh, right. We, we might
0: as well not. <laughs> I get to do what I want here. That's, that's our deal. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, guys, it's really nice to uh, hang out with you and uh, hear about your experiences. And hopefully, the, we will see some more pre-modern live events real soon. Uh, before we leave, do w- what's uh, what's up in the what what are we looking forward to in the next near future premodern World? Yes. Yes.
2: Hey, Jay, Soon it uh, uh, the there the Troll Cup is uh, starting, the the first weekend of uh, November, in Leuwarden, the Netherlands, and organized by Ron Dijkstra. Hi Ron, I, I do some shout outs here to yep. you and yeah, a I'm lot going. of uh, people playing at yours will be there, about 50 or so pre-modern players, I think, coming from Sweden, the Netherlands, of course, Finland, Italy. Yeah, that, that will be a cool, cool tournament as well. Mm. And... And we
1: have like the Spanish nationals coming up with like over 100 uh, yeah, participants. Yeah. We have the Italian nationals coming up with like over 100 registered players so far. So like the premodern scene is <laughs> yeah. getting fucking huge, which is which is nice. And I think like that's something we need to address going forward. Like, do we, I mean, it's amazing. We should welcome everyone, but like yeah. it's a hassle to organize it tournament is. for over yeah. 120 <laughs> players. <laughs> so, um, uh, I mean, amazing that everyone like wants to play. Uh, I guess, but uh yeah, we're in for treat. like if you if you're organizing things, you really need to like take root for the interest of players.
0: Yeah. We like build decks, play, have tournaments. Be nice out there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Parting <laughs> words from Seb. <said. laughs> and I'm just I'm just throwing out nice things here. So Hat we posters. can <laughs> okay once again thank you guys for hanging out
1: thanks man